Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey, IDP Army. Ever think about making your own podcast? Let me tell you about Anchor. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. And you can make some money with your podcast, too, with no minimum listenership. It's got everything that you need to make a podcast all in one place. So what are you waiting for, IDP Army? Download the free Anchor app and go to anchor.fm to get started today. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Dynasty Tailgate. This is our sep- second episode. I'm here with uh, college guru, Billy Mansell. You can follow him at Ombre Vendor on Twitter. Uh, he's always got some good stuff going out. Also, listen to our fantasy football pod. It's over at Offensive Points. We are part of the IDP Army, and we are here to give you guys the most knowledge that you can possibly have with football. So this episode is dedicated to college. We're looking at players you need to keep an eye on for your dynasty leagues. We've got some good ones. We had a little overflow from last week, but uh, some good stuff. We have college football this weekend. Um, I don't know why they don't have any notable games that, that are interesting at all. It's kind of upsetting. Hey, they're uh, next, interesting. They just don't have players that are interesting. Right, right. I mean, that's just, I mean, next week we've got the My Dad's a Lawyer or Salmon Short Bowl, if you will. And we got Clemson and Georgia going off. So mm-hmm. we'll be able to talk about some fun stuff there. But oh, I cannot uh, wait. That's going yeah. to be a powerhouse game. Oh, man. I can see everyone there with their sunglass threads on their head to keep them from falling off and their, uh, their Sperry's. It, it, it'll be great just watching the crowd of that game. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Anyway, Billy, what's up, man? You ready to do this? I am super ready to do this. So I, you know, this, we're finally here. We're finally at college football. I know last week I said we had two weeks until the season. Technically week one is next weekend. There is a week zero in college football. I don't count it. I do because I love watching college football. I don't because the games are just like throwaway games to me. But I love watching all college football, so I will definitely be tuned in. We're back, we're finally getting back to Pac-12 After Dark, which I know as a new college football fan, maybe you're not aware of Pac-12 After Dark. But there, there's always a kickoff, a game that kicks off about usually about nine thirty or ten hour time, and it'll be like you know ten thirty, eleven on the East Coast. So the game won't be over until at least like one o'clock. So everybody, you know. Usually you just kick back, you have your last beer of the night, and you just watch Pac-12 After Dark. And we've got one this week, and I'm excited for it. That's awesome, man. I'll have to check that out. Those who know me know I don't sleep at all. So No, it's always fun, especially if it goes into overtime and you start to get to about 2 a.m. And, you know, you got – 
usually you'll have NFL Sunday coming up the next day, but it's like football still happening at 2 a.m. So it's it's always a lot of fun. It's amazing. I loved Olympic golf uh, a couple weeks ago because I think I stayed up till 3.30 a.m. to watch Xander win it and then uh, stayed up late to watch uh, Nelly win it the next week too. So that was pretty awesome. There you go. All right. Well, let's talk some overflow wide receivers from last week. So shout out to the people. I had a few that mentioned wide receivers that I definitely missed on last week's podcast. I appreciate you. You are keeping me accountable. And I like that. Um, there was some names that I forgot. However, I'm just keep it's a, it's a, it's not a ranking per se of like players from one to 10 that I'm keeping track of. It's just 10 names that I think are interesting that could go in the, you know, in the first couple rounds of next year's draft. There's a couple more that we're going to touch on here in a few minutes, but Thank you all for keeping me accountable. I appreciate it. So we will definitely get to a few of those names that you mentioned that I forgot last week. Someone has to keep us accountable. Exactly. Damn sure not going to be us. Hey, we're we're just throwing, you know, for all intents and purposes, throwing shit at a wall and seeing what sticks here, at the, yeah. especially at the beginning of the season, because these are just names on a page. Like we just we hope they're good. They have all of the ability to be good and they project to go to the NFL, but I mean, by anything can happen here within two weeks. So we'll see. We'll see how it looks. I mean, I enjoy the uh, I enjoy the learning about college football. I've kind of taken a deeper dive in it this last week. It's really crazy watching high school tape. It's you get to see some really shitty football, but then you get to see someone really standing out against it. And that's pretty entertaining to watch. So I'm yes. for it. I'm for it. Yes, I, I agree. I really enjoy it as well. All right, man. So starting off, I don't know how the hell you forgot this wide receiver. I don't either. To be I'm honest, playing, I've never even heard of this fucking guy. Uh, we got Traylon Burks out of Arkansas. So Traylon Burks is probably, and this, this is why it's such an oversight. He's probably could be the third best wide receiver in this class. Could be. Um, he plays for Arkansas though. So it's, it's not, it's a little understandable how that name could get, you know, forgot about in the long run because it's Arkansas. But Traylon Burks, he's 6'3", you know, he's 225 pounds. He profiles as your prototypical wide receiver. He's got incredible body control. He's got hand strength to catch the ball. He, he's he got everything that you want in a wide receiver. And he's also just – he's got really good speed too. So there's really no piece of the puzzle that he's missing. So, I, you know, if all if everything goes well, he should flash for Arkansas this season. And he – has the potential to be the wide receiver one in this class. And I appreciate everybody who mentioned that. Why would you forget the potential wide receiver one in this class? I don't know. You know, I don't know, but you're right in I'm, you know, realizing that now that he needed to be on the list for last week for the people to watch, because he could potentially, like I said, be the number one wide receiver in this class. It's all same. It's a learning curve, man. And I love it. It gives me a reason to watch Razorbacks football this year, which is yes. There should be one. There should be one bright spot on the team. Awesome. I'm looking forward to that. So next up, we got Drake London. Yes, he plays for USC. He kind of took over when Amonra St. Brown was down for a little while, but he is six five, two hundred and ten pounds. He is a big boy. And he's got, and surprising for that big, he's actually really fast too. Um, he, you know, there's a couple things that he he needs to work on, but he's excellent run after the catch, and he's very dangerous in open space. So maybe he needs a little bit of more work getting open, but 
He's got Keaton Slovis throwing the ball. We profiled him as one of the quarterbacks to watch this year. So I, I could see him getting up there as well. I, I still think he's probably towards the lower end of the 10 right now. Just he's got everything you want to see on paper. I just think after this year, we'll have to see exactly where, where he fits into the equation. So the, the six, five, two times bringing me back to Akeem Butler and uh, my, my insane love for that man. Um, yeah. Everybody liked him out of yeah. Iowa state and he did not do as well as we thought, but that is that's, very o- upsetting. that's okay. You know, we, we, uh, they're not all going to hit. We we know that going in. I mean, it's six five. You, you should hit. Yeah, you're just you're just taller than the other guy. You, you, know? <laughs> you would think you could catch the ball over, but some you know some people don't necessarily know what how to catch at the high point. They, you know, there's a lot of more stuff that goes into be a receiver. So we'll, we'll hope that he can get back on track. Yeah, awesome. So uh, next up, we got Romeo Daubs. Yes. Now, this definitely, I don't think he's in the top 10. However, he's somebody that we need to watch. He's not a consistent player quite yet, but he's very fast and very twitchy. Like that, that would be the word I would describe. He's very twitchy out on the field. Um, he, like the first wide receiver we talked about, he's got good body control. And he's definitely, he's like, I hate comparing him to Jalen Rager because Jalen Rager is getting dogged in the NFL, but coming out Jalen Rager was kind of a, he he was a special athlete. He had abilities that not everybody had on the football field. So like, I I think that he's kind of, he could project to be something like that this season and we'll have to see, he plays for Nevada. So, you know, I have to see what that looks like. They should be okay this year, but not top 25 maybe, but He's definitely the guy that we'll be looking for on Nevada football team. Is he like a Jalen Darden type player, or is he is he bigger? I, he, I don't think he's as fast as that, but he he's still pretty fast. Like he's definitely one of those guys you catch. Like he's a speedster. Like I, so, I guess he could be like Jalen Darden, but I I need to see more of it first. I'm really upset that Jalen Darden landed on Tampa Bay because I think he could still flash this year. I, I, I still, think he can too. I still, I still think he could flash. I love that kid's talent, though. Mm-hmm. And we got David Bell is your next wide receiver on the list. Yeah, and he kind of came into the picture when Rondale Moore was hurt because he, you know, he Rondale Moore only played um, a few games last season, and then the year before that, he missed I think half the season with an injury. So David Bell has kind of been the guy to keep the offense going in that. Um, he's kind of the premier weapon there this season. So it's kind of interesting to see he's six, two, 205. Um, he needs, he needs to work on his route running a little bit more. That's it's not as crisp as you would like to see, but he is very good at breaking press coverage and his upside is something that we could definitely use at the next level. And I'm excited to see exactly what he can do. That's awesome, man. So Profound some of those wide receivers here. Who else do you have? Um, that there's a couple more like names. Like there's Jaden Hazelwood who plays for Oklahoma. We haven't really gotten to see his full profile yet because he's been hurt. So I well, you know, he was a five star wide receiver coming out of high school. So there's always the potential to pop. Um, he's playing with Spencer Rattler, best quarterback in the country, and that could mean something for him. And I also just wanted to uh, tell a name. His name's Ty Freifogel. Ty Freifogel. He plays for Indiana. And 
he is a has a chance to be in probably the fifth or sixth round as a wide receiver this year. But I just first like the name. Second, he could show a lot from the Indiana football team. That is a phenomenal name. Hey, speaking of, did you see Brandon Ennis committed to Oklahoma today? I did. I did. We need we need more wide receivers, so we'll take anybody who wants to come. That 2023 class is going to be something special for Oklahoma, so I am prepared. Hopefully they're SEC bound by then, but we'll see. They still have to pay an $80 million buyout before Jesus. they get this. So, oh, the donors will have that covered in no time. Oh, we'll yeah. Get, we'll get out. No My worries. Lord. No worries. All right. Well, let's break into this college football slate we have this weekend. It's week zero in the good old CFB. Um, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm for going forward. We're going to usually break down the games and break down players on teams that you need to pay attention to during the game. I'm not going to lie. I did a lot of research for this. There's not a lot going on this weekend. Not a lot of players that are projected to go. I'm not going to waste your time with day three guys just yet. We'll get, we'll get into that down the road. Um, I think it's a little too deep divey for my like right now, at least in the first two episodes, but we will be there by the end of the season where we're getting into those day three guys. And there are a couple that profile on these teams, especially defensive players, uh, especially for Nebraska. So Nebraska plays Illinois this weekend, UConn versus Fresno state, Hawaii versus UCLA, uh, UTEP versus New Mexico State and Southern Utah at San Jose State. Riveting. It's it's not the best slate of football. Um, I would say the Nebraska-Illinois game probably profiles to be the best game of those just because it's two Big Ten teams that are already getting into conference play right off the bat. Um, it's only a seven-point spread in Nebraska's favor, so – it should at least it should be an interesting football game, even though both of those teams do not seem like they're going to be good this year. Excited, nope. man. The only Excited player that I would like to uh, highlight plays for San Jose State. Um, Joe, uh, did you ever figure out his first name? His last name is Fajoko. We only know him because yeah. I think Simi Fajoko plays for Dallas Cowboys. We don't know if they're related yet, but there's another Fajoko in the mix, and he plays for San Jose State. He's a, a edge rusher. Viliami. Viliami Fehoko, he goes by junior, and he is fluent in sign language, which is fascinating. It's a fun fact I learned. You know, we love fun facts on this podcast. If he's related to Simi, you might as well put him in the Hall of Fame. (laughs) You love love Simi Fehoko. I do. If you're in Dynasty, go get you some Simi Fehoko. Yeah, I mean, he definitely has the profile. So that's the only player that I'm – kind of interested in because i think he's a a day two guy um like i said there's plenty of day three guys that are sprinkled on these teams i'm we're not going to get into it yet well it's just it's too early especially because those guys might not even be good like day three guys are already on the fringe as it is so let's not you know bog down with that much information too quick, you, you know, you know what I'm saying, right? No, we got a whole season that needs to develop, man. Exactly. <laughs> Seem, seems hard. work is yet to uh, it, it show seems itself. Way too inside to break down day three guys before we've even snapped a football on a college football field. Yes. So we will get back to that. However, we will be breaking down the first Thursday night of football, which will be next week literally one week from the recording of this podcast 
will be the kickoff night in football. And boy, we have some games. There's, I don't know, I think 10 games on the schedule, um, including two or three ranked teams, actually four ranked teams. So I'm pretty excited with the first one that I'm interested in is Coastal Carolina versus the Citadel. Now you're like, whoa, Coastal Carolina, who the hell? They're actually ranked number 22 going into the season, and they have a tight end on the team named Isaiah Likely. That's his name, Isaiah Likely, who we need to pay attention to. I think he's he's either going to be the third or fourth best tight end this year. Um, he's got he's got a lot to prove. You're coming from Coastal Carolina. You you are ranked, so there is a little bit of juice, you know, by being on a ranked team, but Coastal Carolina as a whole will. Uh, be somebody that we're looking at this season. And I'm very familiar with Coastal, man. When I lived in Hilton Head, I we got all their games, dude. They've they've had some studs coming through there. Really big, big Coastal Carolina. Where where you lived in Carol? Do you live? Yeah, you lived in Carolina yeah. for a while. Yeah. Where is Coastal Carolina? Do you? Remember? I could not tell you that. I haven't oh, figured gotcha. that one out yet. I didn't know if it was close to where you were staying down there or not. I know we got all of their games, and I frequented a lot of bars down there, and they were on every single place we went. It's hmm. interesting. Well, the quarterback for Coastal Carolina is Grayson McCall. He is a quarterback prospect for this this upcoming draft. He's pretty far down the list right now um, as far as people that I'm paying attention to. However, he is on the list of quarterbacks that could be in the, top, the list. top 10 quarterbacks, you know, like the – the big list of top 10 quarterbacks. He's probably going to be on that list towards the end of it. They um, are located in Conway, South Carolina, Conway, which is right South outside Carolina. of Myrtle beach. Huh. I'll be. I had a great vacation to one time. I got very drunk, played a lot of golf, played some really good golf and won a lot of money. So, wow. That was... well, I'm definitely impressed. Okay. Yeah. Well, We'll move on to the next team that's playing that night, which is Ohio State. They're playing Minnesota that night. Good luck um, without Justin Fields, you fuckers. Yes. However, <laughs> they have some good-ass wide receivers on their team. Yeah, they do. We've been over Garrett Wilson and Chris Olave, who both project to be the top two wide receivers taken if our boy Traylon Burks doesn't break in, which he might. He might. I'd. Willing to admit that I was wrong in leaving him out last week, but he could easily break in. Um, was that Nubs? I think so. It feels like that was him that mentioned that. Nubs is hollering at us about some uh, Traylon Burks here, so thank him for the addition here. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so um, yeah, I got you, Nubs. We're not we're not gonna forget anybody. I think he was the one that mentioned that, but we've you know had a couple people mention some stuff to me. So yeah, we, they've got a uh, running back master Teague coming in this year. He is draft eligible for next season. Um, I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. He lost his spot to Trey Sermon last season. So, you know, you don't usually like to lose, see a, a player lose his spot on, on the starting roster. And he also uh, might be losing his spot this year. We'll just have to see. Um, he's only 5'11", 226 pounds. I, I'm interested. I, I, I would like to see more of his work. But, you know, Master Teague, it's a, it's a guy that – there's a lot of good running back names coming out this there's year. There's a lot. Tank Bigsby, 
Yeah, I don't know. Me. General Booty needs to just play running back. That would be awesome. Yeah, we were before the podcast. Uh, we were looking at a player named General Booty, which, if any of you are USC fans out there, you'll remember his uncle was John David Booty. But yep, General Booty is his nephew, and he's not. He's playing at a uh, some community college right now, so probably not going to be somebody on our radar. But it's a fun name. We like fun. We'll get up there. Now, is Minnesota going to have anybody after Bateman left uh, <sighs> of interest at all? Not, not that I'm aware of right now. Um, okay. Kind of Bateman was kind of the guy that they had there, so we'll kind of have to see, you know, if anybody really shows anything this season. Um, then again, I'm probably saying this, and somebody's going to come back at me like, oh, there was a defensive end that's going to go in the top whatever blah 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 okay i get it i get it fine that's fine i sure but as of right now i don't know of anyone that is going to be on that team again we we love when you guys call us out so yes please please do do. please this is a massive learning curve for us billy's the guru here i'm just here for support i'm trying to learn y'all probably know way more than i do so holler us out or holler at us give us some advice what you guys want to hear anything like that and we're happy to do it 100 percent. Um, i do have to say minnesota has probably the the dopest college uniforms i think i've ever seen um they just revealed them they're going with the dark crimson black and white combo i'm not sure what's happening with the yellow if we're gonna see that at all yeah but i mean those helmets are nuts that dark crimson looks so good i'm very excited i might have to buy that jersey too from Courtney Henderson. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say you and your buying sketchy jerseys. Um, there are two more two more players that I'd like to to mention for next week's games. I realize, guys, that we're talking or girls, whoever's talking listening right now, I realize that we're talking about this pretty much an entire week before the games, but we're not going to get to talk about them before Thursday. So I would at least like to give some you know a primer. So when you're watching the games next Thursday, you'll be like, oh, I remember him mentioning that player. Um, so Utah is, has a kid named Devin Lloyd. He is a red shirt senior for them. Um, they're playing Weber state. So I'm not going to lie. It's probably going to be a blowout, but, um, he profiles to be really good on the team. Um, he had like, he only played five games, um, in, uh, 2019 when he last played, but, he had like 27 tackles in those five games. So it was, you know, pretty good. And he profiles to be an impact linebacker this year. I don't necessarily know if he's going to be, you know, top three rounds draft wise, but you know, I don't want to, I don't want to put anything down. He, he could be good and I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. And if you're watching that game, Utah versus Weber state, there's one linebacker you need to pay attention to. Um, and then I'll get to my last guy, which will be for Arizona State. They are playing Southern Utah in a Pac-12 after dark game next Thursday. And it's a kid named Jermaine Lowell. He's a senior at Arizona State. He's a defensive lineman. Um, he's he's not graded out super well. I'm, you know, going off PFF grades, which if you know anything about me, I don't love PFF grades, but whatever. Well, I'm using their metric for a, a second. Um, he only graded out as like a 73 or a 85 last season as a junior, which is pretty good, but not 
you know, you kind of want to be in the nineties if you're going to be in the first couple rounds. So I could see him being good. He's really powerful. He's good at the pass rush. He's got good instincts. I would like to, I'm interested to see what he can do. So if you find yourself watching the, you know, you have a drink in one hand and you have nothing to do on Friday. So you're up that late. Arizona versus uh, Southern Utah might be a, a good one to watch. And there's a defensive lineman on the team that you need to pay attention to. Awesome. Dude, I'm looking forward to that after dark game. I'm going to have to start watching that. For sure. Uh, believe me, it, you if you're ever on Twitter about 9, uh, about 1030, there will be Adam Schefter shooting out the the players that are going to be hurt on Sunday for the football teams and then or for the pro football teams and then a whole bunch of college football fans watching the Pac-12 after dark game. So I try oh, yeah. to watch it. I try to watch as much as you can because, I mean, for the most part, you're going to be able to watch it because most things are closed by then. And it's usually at the when if you're at the bar watching a game that's on at like 11 o'clock, that'll be the one that's on. So nice. Yeah, definitely fun. Yeah, we are looking forward to this upcoming season. Yes, we are. I hope you are, too. I got. I took a bunch of notes from you, Bill. So I'm I'm writing these guys down over in my, no, my journal here. I'm, I'm happy for you. And yeah. it's a it's it's a lot of information. It's a lot of players to to go at once. We'll kind of firm this up as we go along, especially as we get film. Especially like you can shoot me highlights, I'll shoot you highlights, and we can kind of firm up who we're going to talk about each week because yeah. there's thousands of college football players and. There's a lot of stuff to watch, you know, a lot of players to watch. That and they, are gonna they be, can all make money now, so it's even better. They definitely can, <laughs> and I'm excited to see what they can do. I'm, I think it's laughable about all the players that in the past were right, wrongfully stripped of wins, of, in case of Reggie Bush, a Heisman Trophy. Um, players were stripped of accolades because they took benefits and it's just funny that now it's completely legal you can you can get a car from someone if you want to like it's it's just it's crazy it's a crazy time to be in college football yeah dude i watched a uh watch a documentary on marcus dupree the other day that was super interesting oh yeah uh I, I, yeah it's a 30 for 30 right yeah. yeah yeah what could have been everybody been? everybody remember everybody that's an ou fan remembers him his mom got a trailer out of the whole deal, so did definitely yeah. did. I yeah. feel like if if a college football coach came to me and said, "What do you want?" I don't think double wide would be on the top of my list of of things. Well, see, in this is the way that you get around it. You have your uncle or like you know your uncle's wife. They're the one that gets the benefits, and then they give them to you from that. You know, you got to create a little distance from the offer. I, you know, I don't even want to talk about that because some people there has you know Tennessee this past year. Um, they were at, players would go to McDonald's, and this is rumor, by the way. I'm not 100 percent sure that this is true, but it was the rumor that was going around, and a bunch of the players ended up getting you know left the team because of these a- accusations, but apparently they would go to McDonald's or a fast food restaurant and they would get a paper bag and it would just be full of money. And they would, you know, pretend like they were getting, you know, McDouble and some fries, but it would actually just be like a stack of cash. So I wish I would have been at that McDonald's and accidentally been handed that. You know, I mean, it would be funny to be accidentally handed that. I think that they were pretty pretty thorough with how they gave the money out. Oh, I'm sure they were. 
yeah, Tennessee kind of got in a little bit of trouble for that. So, anyway, fans of college football, I'm glad that you're here. Thanks for listening to the podcast. I Please interact with this podcast on Twitter. Please add offensive points. By all means, shoot your questions in there. DM me on there. Cuss me out on there. I don't even care. I really don't. I, I would. I love learning about new players and people I'm forgetting, like, I I am trying to help you all. I'm trying to help all of the dynasty fans out there. There's uh, campus to Canton leagues that are getting going, which are thorough Devi leagues, which I I don't think I will ever be in one of those because it just seems really complicated, but I appreciate everyone that's given it a go having to draft a player. That's like a freshman or sophomore in college and then keeping them all the way through in your dynasty league to the league like that, more power to you that that is That's a, a lot of roster management fucking commitment right there and I, I love it i love you know that people are that dedicated that they'll go to those links to play um it's just that would be way too much information for me i don't think i could do it but we're gonna help you guys out too hopefully i mean i realize that we're at the beginning of this podcast only talking about the people you probably already know but if we could even bring one name up that you weren't sure about or maybe you hadn't heard of then i think that's a win for you all as well um and for the rest of us this will be a learning podcast because we all just need to get familiar with these names ahead of the draft in april and there's no better time to start than now i mean the games start in i don't know 48 hours so you're going to be watching them you might as well be scouting them at the same time so exactly yeah. Exactly. Especially because you know these players are going to make big plays. And when you see it, you're going to be like, oh shit, that's the guy that those guys were talking about. Like, I don't even care. Like, if that's the notice that you have of this, then that's fine. That is perfectly fine. I will, I will be, I will be happy to be those guys were talking about that guy. I'm proud to be those guys talking about that guy. <laughs> so I am, uh, I'm happy that we can do this. Um, I'm hopeful that we can get, you know, Hopefully that we have a good season, no injuries. I mean, obviously pro season, everybody out there who's drafting right now, prayers up for, you know, your players, and hopefully they're keeping keeping their legs under them. But we're going to get this season going. All right. Yeah, we are, man. And, Billy, under your guidance, man, we're going to – we're gonna kill our dynasty drafts in the spring. That's the that's the point of this. So nobody should ever not there should not be a player in April that you don't know about if you're listening to this podcast. Let's put it that way. Maybe a seventh rounder squeak through the cracks, and we're not gonna talk about O linemen either as much. We might mention them as far as like, well, this player is gonna go in the first round, but it's not fantasy related, so we're probably not gonna touch on them much. But Anybody else, they were all free game. You should not – there should not be a surprise this year. I love it. I love all it, right, man. Joe. All right. Guys, thanks for rolling with us tonight. We're looking forward to watching some football. We're taking notes. We'll pass them along to you as we get them. And uh, look forward to talking to you next week. All right. Peace. Later.